Welcome to Untold Physio Stories Podcast, your perfect commute resource with physio failures, successes, interesting cases, and more from the physio and rehab world with your host, Drs. Andrew Rothschild and Urson Religioso. Topical analgesics help patients alleviate pain and reduce discomfort. I recommend and use Helix Professional Pain Relief Creams with my patients. Helix has three new creams they've added to their line of topical analgesics. Joining their pain relieving cream is Triactive Therapy Cream, CBD Therapy, and CBD Clinical Creams. My patients have been raving about these creams, and that's why I'm offering you an opportunity to try these in your practice. Email my exclusive promo code MMT2 to helix at helix4, the number 4, pain.com to receive samples of these new professional pain relief creams and find a medical supply distributor near you. You'll get a starter kit with several samples, patient information brochures, and it's a great way to help patients and grow your practice. Welcome back to Untold Physio Stories Podcast. I'm your host, Dr. E, with Modern Manual Therapy, Edge Mobility System, and our four-month online mentoring program, Modern Rehab Mastery. Uh, not in, also, again, uh, Andrew Rothschild, still under the weather, but my good friend, uh, and he might as well be like a you know quarterly podcast host, Dr. Aaron LeBauer is uh, with me today. He's um, a cash PT expert and um, among many things, but it's always great to have you on the podcast, Aaron. Why don't you give a little intro and then tell your story? Hey, Dr. E, what's up? Thanks for having me. Um, my name is Aaron LeBauer. I'm six foot three. I've got red hair. I'm a Sagittarius. Um, I started my career as a massage therapist, went back to PT school and saw 43 patients one day on my first clinical rotation and realized I needed to um, start my own practice and do it without relying on insurance. So I started a cash practice right out of PT school about you thought that 14 from years the ago. First, from the first day, you're like, I'm not doing this working for someone <laughs> well, else. Yeah, it was like the fourth week. It was the fourth <laughs> of like eight weeks. I was like, I can't do I had, You know, I had these experience where I'm... And this on your kid first got clinical, car- you saw 43 patients in a yes. day? Oh, my first man, clinical nuts. rotation. Yeah. That I mean, like I my just, last, that was my last clinical. <laughs> right? So I'm like working on this one kid who had been in a car accident and he just needed some pressure on like rhomboids, traps, but I'm having to like yell across the room to this other woman who uh, doesn't know how to like do the exercise. I'm like, I can't do this. And then I see 43 people. I'm like, I can't see 10 people like that a day, like who need hands-on, you know, help. Like, yeah, it was frustrating. <laughs> it was crazy. It was yeah. crazy. <laughs> oh my God. Crazy. But yeah, I was a student. And then my CI, I'm like, I made it up made the decision. I was like, all right, I'm going to start a cash practice. Like I didn't know it was a cash practice. I just had a massage practice making $85 an hour. And when I went on clinical rotation, I had to close it down. I was like, look, I'm, when I graduate, I'm just going to charge $95 an hour and be Dr. LeBauer. And he's like, no one's going to pay more than their copay for PT. I like how it's only $10 more. Like like your doctor is $10 worth more an hour. I know. I'm like, he's like, copays were 20 bucks. And I was like, look, I can charge 95 an hour. I'm sure. But no one, no one was like, yeah, that's going to work, you know, at the time. Um, so any, is it, can I tell my story? Yeah. Yeah. So anyways, we were talking before you hit record and I was like, oh, I got a story. So this past weekend I was at CSM and, um, you know, I walked around like it was like, I think Thursday I was there Friday, Saturday, you know, like seeing everyone and I'm sitting there talking to my friend, Jess, Jenny, Wanderlust PT. She's one of my coaching clients and friends. And. She was like, how's your conference going? I was like, are you done? Like, it's, I was like, yeah, it's pretty good. She's like, what would make your conference? I was like, you know what? I don't know. I think I'm, I'm pretty good. And next thing I know, I hear Dr. LeBauer, Dr. LeBauer. 
and there's this woman, Rebecca, and she's like, you don't remember me, you know, but my name's Rebecca and my, you know, I, I came to see you as a patient, you know, 10 years ago. And I was like, oh, God. I had recognized her, you know, and she was like, yeah, you know, I had, um, I had this knee issue where um, I'd been to see the orthopedic surgeon and they, and then I went to PT and I went everywhere else and no one could help me. And I couldn't even ride my bike to campus. And then you came and worked with me, worked on my knee, helped me um, get it moving again, helped open it up and whatever. And uh, now I'm training for a 24 hour mountain bike ride, you know, coming up this spring. 24 and hours? 24 hours. So it's a 24 hour <laughs> marathon. It's like, how far can you ride in 24 hours? You just do these like five mile laps, right? Oh, it's and, not even like a, oh my, man, the same thing? <laughs> yeah. So you do these like five to 10 mile laps. So, so you'll do yeah. like six to eight laps in the yeah. 24 hours, you know? Um, sometimes people do it as a team, but yeah. you know, but so not only me helping her, she became a physical therapist. She's now, um, her name is Rebecca Seagraves and she's leading, uh, she, she, she's, she was presenting and doing something to make sure that every woman has a, a physical therapist postnatally, you know, so after they have a baby, you see a physical therapist, like that's her, that's her mission. And that's what she's working on. And it's pretty amazing. And I was like, I was like, that made my conference, you know, it was yeah. just like, it was, awesome. Oh, what would make your conference? I thought yeah. like, like, like make your day. Yeah. What would make your day? Like what would make it so that this conference was worth it to you? I was like, yeah, I just I was like, I don't know. And then like 30 seconds later, there's Rebecca just like, Hey, you know, you saw me as a patient and changed my life. I'm yeah. like, wow. Like, and it was easily eight or nine years ago, easily. Cause she's had, she was an undergrad at that point. Yeah. And she went to PT school. And now she's been a PT for four or five years. So that's, you awesome. know, that's that was awesome. really, that, 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 was really that is, cool. that, that's inspirational. And imagine all the lives that like you, you have changed by doing a good job. Right. 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 By just listening and mm -hmm. being able to have a practice that allows me to take the time to, you know, you know, listen and touch and figure out where the root cause of the issue is for sure. You know? Yeah. Like, yeah, I mean, yeah, that's my biggest pet peeve. And I know we've talked about this before too, but my biggest pet peeve on current social media is the anti-manual ther therapy sentiment. Yeah. You yeah. know, and when I graduated, I know we were like all up in arms against like Eastham and modalities and everything and passive care, but now pretty much like, you know, 24 years later, manual therapy is being thrown in with, ultrasound and ESIM and everything like it's the same kind of passive care. I mean, I think right. the the thing that they these people forget is that it is it is like as as powerful as like putting your hand on someone's shoulder who's hurting, you know, right. emotionally. And it could be I remember even David Butler talked about um he talked about like a a case where all these people who are doing like essentially a residency, a specialty with him, you know, they're meeting someone in the hospital and this woman had such high fear avoidance and everyone's just trying to like pain science and education and explain all this pain out of her. Cause that's his thing, right? Explain pain, explain right. pain. And um, someone had finally, I don't know if it was him or someone, someone had finally like just gently put their hand on her to reassure her that everything's going to be okay. And, and she just started crying. Like, it's like, this is the first time someone has touched me. Yeah. And that's pretty sad. Right. I mean, yeah. it is, that is, that's I mean, the power that's why of I got therapy. into PT. So I'm doing massage therapy at $85 an hour, making more than most PTs, right? As a massage therapist, because I'm touching people. Well, people were coming to me and saying, Aaron, you're the first person to touch me where I hurt. I've been to see acupuncturists, chiropractors, physical therapists, massage therapists. I've been to the surgeon and no one's touched me there. And we're talking like VMO, 
traps, levator scap, infraspinatus, you know, QL, like, you know, piriformis. I mean, these aren't like magical areas that PTs have never learn about, you know, like I'm just touching people in these places and they're like, oh my God, that's where it hurts. I'm like, yeah, okay, take a yeah. deep breath and soften and see if you can allow it to let go. And it's just like changes their lives and no one's taken five minutes to do this for people. And it's just, it's incredible. And, and it's really incredible to me that people say, oh, well, manual therapy is just like sham or whatnot. I'm like, and then they go, Urson, they go, well, do you have any proof that cash-based PT works? Like, do you have any research? <laughs> what does that mean? Right, I, know. I know, like everyone needs research to, to right. well, I mean, I have my bank statement. I know. You know. I'm like, like well, yeah, which, people pay me two fifty an hour and they keep that like, back. Does there need to be a study on that? I mean, like that's that's like saying does spending time with someone and listening to them work? Does it work? I don't know. Does your high volume is some is is there evidence in a high volume practice where you do actually can't do any active listening? I mean, what does that even mean? I know. I can't. I, I mean, I know people ask me all the time. Oh, is there any evidence for this technique you just showed? I'm like, no. Do you have it? That's what I always ask. Like, oh, I don't have any evidence. Do you have any evidence? Uh, and some people are usually like, oh, you know, I wasn't trolling. Literally, I was just asking. And other people are like, oh, I mean, oh whatever. I need, yeah. I need the evidence. And, I'm trolling you. Right. But it's like, yeah. how could anything new ever be invented? Because no one would ever do anything new because there's no evidence behind it. Right. Right. Well, there was a <laughs> some smart person that's way older in, than us and dead said something. It was I can't remember if it was Thomas Jefferson or somebody like that. But okay, that's old. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it doesn't matter. But it was just basically like innovation. You know, like in order to innovate, you have to do things that that no one else is doing. Like if you're following the rules and doing all the things everyone's doing, you're, there's going to be no. You're not going to innovate. You're not going to make change. We have to, in order to make change and innovate, you got to do things that aren't proven yet you got to at least try. For and sure. so many people are stuck on that. Well, if it's not proven, I'm not going to try, you know? So, yeah. I mean, yeah. Well, thanks for coming Grant on. The podcast. I know this is like, <laughs> man, my, my five to 10 minute untold physio stories when I get a good friend on or something, they've been much longer. So I know that's our yeah. tagline. I got to change that tagline. It's not five to 10 minutes anymore. Five to 10 minutes, unless we get a good one. Right. <laughs> right. For sure. Hey, where can people find you if they're interested in, yeah, the best you know, yeah. Not not just being an automaton seeing right. 41 patients a day. I know. The best place to find me is Instagram at Aaron LeBauer, or you can Google me and you should find me there too. All right. Thanks for coming on, Aaron. Thanks, Arson. Hey, if you guys like this story, if you have a story of your own, hilarious physio failure or interesting case, make sure to hit me up on social media, come on the podcast or relay the story and I will read it out and give my thoughts as always make sure to rate until physio stories five stars wherever you listen to podcasts hit that subscribe button and you guys have a great day untold physio stories is now sponsored by my pt insurance insurance just got easier through continued research my pt insurance has crafted a policy that is economical and provides you with the peace of mind you need your extensive education, training, and experience as a PT allows you to assist clients in achieving their personal health goals. By practicing without individual professional liability insurance, you could be placing your career and future finances at risk. Whether you're a student, self-employed, or employed with a company, MyPT Insurance is here to provide affordable insurance coverage while protecting you and your patients. MyPT Insurance's plan also includes mobile coverage, which means it follows you wherever you work in the United States. Employed rates and self-employed rates are available. Visit myptinsurance.com slash edge to sign up today.